Welcome back to another episode of Tiff Talks. This is episode four already. Oh, so exciting. Today we have Marilyn, oh my gosh, Marisol Acevedo. She is an emerging prophetic voice speaking boldly on the topics of sin, perversion, freedom through deliverance. And we have her juicy book here, Sex in the... Sex in the church. I'm sorry. It's not juicy. It is about deliverance, guys. It's I know it's just a very risque title, too, but, <laughs> but this is about deliverance and it's um it's gonna save and, and it's saved a lot of people. Right, right. And um so Marisol, <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here. Oh my gosh, thank you for coming. Thank you. you know, uh, you briefly told me your story and I was like, Wow, absolutely, we definitely need to have you here. People need to hear this story. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. So where do we begin? Tell us about your upbringing. So um, I was brought up in New York um, with my mom, my dad, my siblings, and um, my grandma, my great grandmother lived with us as well. And then um, things were very rough at the beginning. My parents would fight all the time. They both had mental issues. My dad was from Vietnam, you know, had went oh, to wow. Vietnam. Um, so he had an alcoholic problem. That's tough. And my mom, she had mental issues, depression, all this stuff because of her past. And so just with a lot of stuff going on in the home, at a young age, I would pray, God, separate them because I just can't keep on with this. So my older brother mm. um, would fight with my parents as well. My older sister, it was just a lot going on. And then um, my great grandmother um, passed away. Then my older brother left the home. Mm. Then my sister Jeez. left the home with a, a, a man that was 10 years older than her. She was only like 15 years oh, old. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so through that, I was like, man, everyone's just a leaving. Lot of, a lot of turmoil in the house. Right. And then the last person that left was my mom. She up and left me and my brother and my, and my father. So at that time. How we, old were you then? Um, I was in fourth grade. So maybe 10 years old or nine. I'm not sure. But after that, we became homeless because we got evicted um, and then just stayed with my father in a studio apartment. And that wow. really caused a lot of damage in my heart because it was like nobody wants me. Everyone's just leaving. I felt very rejected and abandoned at a very young age. Mm. And then even at that young age, um, I found porn books in the home. And so that aroused something in me to like, whoa, what is this? What's going on? And no one ever said, oh, no, that's bad. Don't yeah. touch this or watch this or whatever. And and I saw myself just um, feeling like this rush. And so I struggled with masturbation for years. That was my addiction. So people say, you know, uh, cigarettes, alcohol, drugs were there, was their addiction. Mine's was the fantasy life, the porn, the the masturbation, you know, um, the sex as I got older. And I didn't know how to break free from it because you felt that you feel shameful. You feel dirty. You feel like, what am I doing to myself? Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and, it, and it got so bad that it didn't matter where I was. I, if I was in school, if I was in church, wherever I was, I got off. Really? Which is crazy. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> That's how. And like, how do you how do you talk about that with anyone? Exactly. And it was because I was. Um, that was how, in a sense, I relieved myself. 
when I got super stressed mm. and that's how I relieved myself. But through those, through those years and going back and forth with my mom and dad, you know, it was, it was, I felt like they didn't want me, mm-hmm. you know, even though they tried the best that they can. That's the thing. Like our parents, they, they have do. their own lives. They lived and now they're they have children and right. now, okay, now how do we do this? Right. Right. And so I, I came to that conclusion after I gave my heart to God and I was like, he was showing me to forgive them. Mm. To let it go. That's deep. Because for so long, I held that against them. And what I didn't understand was my mom was molested by her stepdad for years. Mm. And he did witchcraft. Oh, wow. Yes. When did you find that out? Um, After, I believe, after I got saved. I knew Which he was, was doing witchcraft. What, what age was that? Well, I was um 19 when I finally, finally said yes to God because see what had happened was I knew God my whole life in a sense when I was younger. I went to Catholic school and all that stuff. Well, not school, but church. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older, I always searched for God. I was like, God, I want to know more of you because um I would see angels. I would see demons. Demons would torment me at night. It was bad. Really? Like I physically feel, see them? Yes. Wow. And they what would they look come like? into my, it was just a ugly, dark figure. This one, this one, um, demon will follow us and it's called a familiar spirit. And so will follow us because my mom used to do the witchcraft and my step grandfather used to do witchcraft. That's what they do. Oh, wow. And so, um, so this is, this was happening and I was like, I want to know more of God. So I would go in and out of church, you know, yeah. and, and um, go to the altar. You know how to do the altar call. Mm-hmm. And I would go, yes, God. And then about um, maybe a few days later, I'm up and doing the same thing. Smoking, drinking, <sighs> you know, having sex, doing all these things. So I was in my mind. I was so confused. It's like, I want God. Yeah. But then this You're like, how do I break free? Feels good. But then I want to be free from this. Right. All in all that time, I was still struggling with depression. I was still struggling with suicide, anxiety. I hated myself. I would look at myself in the mirror and say, oh, you're stupid. You're fat. You're this. You're that. Because my dad would tell me that. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And when he would get drunk, he got ugly. And he would say, you remind me of your mother. And this is why I drink. And there were times where he would go into these episodes where he would forget who I was and remember my brother and think Mm -hmm. like I was his nurse or something like that. Mm, Wow. And so... It was, it was a struggle. That's yeah. when we lived with him in Puerto Rico. Um, I went a whole year without seeing my mom because she was trying to get herself clean from drugs. So it's been, <laughs> it's been a, a, a rough life at the beginning, yeah. you know. Um, and then you met your husband. Yes, I met my 17? husband at 17. Wow. We in church? Were, no. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> <laughs> we was on our way to a Halloween party. My manager was having a Halloween party. And, um, and he saw me in the car and he was like, oh, that's going to be my wife. I'm like, really? I didn't even know him like that. I love it when I hear that. <laughs> I, I saw, I, I, I like, they to, say a man knows I, he did. I, I didn't, I was like, mm, he too skinny. I don't like all Ooh. that. <laughs> I know. Right? Skinny guys love thick girls. <laughs> I know. No. Well, hold on. Now I'm really tick. Well, back now wasn't that tick, but you know, <laughs> but I still had a body. Okay. Okay. But, um, 
But yeah, he he really pursued me. That was one thing. And I'm like, what's this gay dude like won't do for me? Was he writing raps to you back then? <laughs> no. But what we what we do was um stay all, all stay up all night listening to club music, like the freestyle music. Oh. Yeah. So we just we just fell in love that way. Just talking, Vibing. laughing with each other, listening to music. This is the nineties, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good old nineties. Yeah. So nineties love. <laughs> Yeah, so that was our thing was music, and it still is. You know, we I love we that. enjoy music together, so that's a beautiful thing. So he, so you were seventeen, he was nineteen, mm-hmm. and so we started dating, and oh my gosh, it was a hot mess because I'm a hot <laughs> mess, he's kids, a hot mess, yeah. okay. And so we're dating, and it was just he had a temper on him, and I'm the type of person like we're not going to do all that. Mm. I, I can't tolerate all that. Mm-hmm. I grew up in an environment like that. You're not going to do that in my space. Right. You know? And so, you know, uh, it was back and forth. We would break up, go back together, break up. Oh, my gosh. It was a hot mess. But um, I got to the point where I said, you know what? You love me. You know, I love you. And if we don't get ourselves together, if we don't start serving God, if we don't start going to church, this is not going to work out. Right. It's not. And so we went to the Judgment Day play oh, at sh- Chestnut. Shout out to Chestnut. Yes. Love those plays. And um, and he, as soon as Pastor Ralph, you know Pastor Ralph, he, he said the altar call and he ran up there. Yeah. Like ran up there. His heart was beating. And me, I was so prideful because I'm like, oh, I know God. You know, I, right. I read my I'll do Bible. it from my, my seat. Right. <laughs> I'll do it from my seat. And one of my friends comes up to me and she goes, no sin will enter heaven. I was like, oh, mm. I'm sinful. And so I went up. And from that day on, we've been serving the Lord. It hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. It hasn't, we haven't been perfect. Mm-hmm. We have fallen short. But we haven't, we haven't um, gone way back right we haven't and so that's been our journey that's beautiful and once we said yes to god we were living together and so what happened was uh we told pastor ralph we were like hey we want to get married and he was like okay well just uh well i'll let you know when i have an opening um available so we got um saved in october by december 9th we were married in three hours Oh, wow. He called us at 9 o'clock in the morning. He's like, hey, you guys want to get married? Have an opening? We're like, Aww. sure. And so cool. we, because we wanted to get married first because we knew it was going to be together anyway. And we didn't want to keep on living in sin, right? Mm-hmm. And so because <laughs> before that, we would have sex and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to go to hell. <laughs> you know, the, the thoughts and all this all right, stuff. But, then, um, but when we gave our hearts to the Lord, finally, uh, we stayed away from each other. Oh. We're like, we want to do this correctly. That's nice. And so for those three months, we didn't do anything at all. Nice. I was like, wow, self-control. Right. Like, it's working. Nice. Okay, right. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we did get married in three hours. My friends whisked me away. They had a wedding Aww. dress for me, everything. Aww. Did my hair, everything. That's beautiful. And so we, we went out to eat. Then we went to work right after. <laughs> and that was we never had married. a honeymoon. So we've right. been married for 22 years now. Wow. Mm-hmm. God bless. Together for 24 years. That's amazing. And now you have three kids. Yes. Three beautiful children. Three talented yes. children. Yes, they are. That's mm-hmm. beautiful. Yep. And you guys have a church now. Yes. Let's talk about that. Yes. So we started about, I think, seven or eight years. Um, we started in our basement um, because, 
God was calling us, first of all, do not try to start a church if God didn't call you. you we don't do this for uh, acclimate. We don't do this because, oh, um, you know, we want to be seen. Be popular. Go, go sit down somewhere. That's what you need to do. <laughs> we did it because God called us because it's not for the faint of heart. Right. It really isn't because a lot of things will go down. It's a life-encompassing commitment. Right. You, you give everything. Mm -hmm. Like, you have no privacy, okay, in a sense. <laughs> so... We started in our basement and it continued to grow and grow and grow. And so we went to different locations. Um, but our final destination was well, not going to be final because we were our own building. Mm -hmm. But for right Amen. now, right now, right? We're, at, we're on the boulevard, 1940 um, Southwest Boulevard. Um, it's on Elmer and Boulevard. And, and so it's called Connection Connection Church. Church is called. And we are just loving the people. We are... Um, building them up, we're cultivating them. We mm. are showing them what um, a real relationship with God is, mm. not religion, a real connection, not right a connection. We don't have to be this uh, this dogma, right, religion, this, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Put in this box, like no. There's so much more to God mm -hmm. than what we have been taught, mm -hmm. you know, in the pulpits, and we teach them for themselves. You bring your Bible, you study your Bible. Don't go off of everything we say. Mm -hmm. You need to study it. Mm -hmm. Because for too long, so many people have gone off of what the church says, the pastor, whoever's saying. Mm -hmm. Okay, but sometimes they get it wrong too. Right. <laughs> and we put this persona like, oh, they're hey. not wrong. They're never wrong. No, we've taught things in error too. And we've had to apologize to our people. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was a time where my husband was struggling with a lot of pride. And I kept on telling him. Honey, you, you got to bring it down. You know what I mean? You, you're very prideful. And the Lord showed him mm. what was happening. And he, he apologized that. right in front of the congregation. Oh, wow. And that day. That's we, powerful. We all did deliverance on pride. Whatever is in us, Lord, forgive us. Because it's not about us. It's about you. That's you know? beautiful. So I love that about you guys. You guys are just so open and transparent, and that's what people need. Yeah, we don't need another like successful, perfect person. Mm -hmm. Just want to keep it real, right? And be vulnerable and have a safe space for it to get ugly. Mm -hmm. Because and it gets ugly. <laughs> it gets ugly. <laughs> it gets ugly. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. So let's get into this book, okay. Sex in the Church. Yes. Woo. So when did you write this? What made you write it? What was the purpose? What can we find in here? <laughs> So I wrote, it, um, I wrote about two years ago, and what happened was um, I kept on feeling, oh, my gosh, the tug of God, like, you need to write, you need to write, you need to share your story. People need freedom from this. Mm -hmm. And so, like I told you, I was addicted to the pornography and all that stuff. But that day that I said yes to God, like, finally, God took that desire away from me. So I never have masturbated after that. You know, that's why I got my husband. He take care of me. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and that's what I'm talking I about too. It. Good hey, sex keep it with your, your husband, your it's wife important. right there. Right. It's right. very important. Jeez. Okay. Um, but um, <laughs> I wanted other people to be free. <laughs> and so for so long, I still struggled with lust though. I still wanted that attention, you know, because before that, oh girl. I, would, I, I used to call myself an undercover hoe, right? Oh, I did. And I'm, I am, I right? That. Because I wanted that touch. I wanted that affection. I wanted that attention. Like, I felt mm. like I was looking for love in all the wrong places. Like, and, and it's crazy because it was like I was put in these situations, or I put myself in these situations, mm -hmm. where I felt like 
I had to perform in a sense, like I had to be this type of person or, you know, if I wasn't going to uh, be with this guy for a long time or in a sense, um, I'm not going to give him sex. Well, I'll just give him a blowjob. Well, I'll just do X, Y and Z just to satisfy him. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm, he'll keep on mm -hmm. seeing me or something like that. Mm. I was just degrading myself mm -hmm. and I didn't realize that, you know, even even being molested and being touched by cousins and stuff like that. I was like. I, I didn't realize at that time what it was. I thought it was okay. You know, I, 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 someone is giving me attention. Right. It is not. And especially when you're a kid, like, you don't know. Right. And these things aren't really taught. Right. And especially because, in a sense, it feels good. Mm -hmm. Right? In a sense. It would, depending on who it is and what's yeah, going on, mm -hmm. how it's done. In, in, in a sense, because I've talked to certain people that when they have been molested... It feels like, well, my parents don't want me, and so I'm getting this attention, mm -hmm. and in a sense, it does. And then there's other people where they grew up good, and, and the way it was being done to them, it was very wrong. Mm -hmm. But still, it's still a violation. Yeah, It's still not right. right. And even I can remember the first time um, when I really gave myself up and, and had sex for the first time, it was with a man that was like eight years older than me. I was young. I was like 14, maybe. I don't mm. even remember. I was young and, um, I didn't want to. And he kept on saying, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. That's rape. I said, no. Yeah. And, and yet, yeah, and still you kept on mm -hmm. and it's not right. And I kept on downgrading myself and not love. I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. And so I want other women to know, and even men, that they don't have to sell sell themselves short. Mm -hmm. They don't have to give into the 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 way society paints it. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to be this way. You have to look this way. You have to blah blah blah. And and I want people to know that if you have a story, share it. Mm -hmm. Because there's so many children that have been molested over and over again because someone didn't open their mouths and say something. Mm. And it's sad. That is sad. There's there's women out there that are actually being raped by their own husbands because they're quiet and they're ashamed. There's people out there that are hurting so deeply within and they're even codependent on sex. Mm -hmm. They're codependent on other people because it's like, well, what else can I have? Right. And so with this book, I, I, sh I teach about that. I teach about how to be free. I teach about how to live a pure life. I teach about how... Um, how even if a woman's being abused, how to escape that situation. Mm -hmm. I talk to parents on yeah. how to watch your children mm. be preventative. You know, don't mm -hmm. don't raise the them. Signs. Right. Don't raise them in fear, but be preventative. Look out for the signs. Absolutely. Because mm -hmm. there's so many parents that don't realize, well, why is my child acting different? Mm -hmm. Well, it's because of they got something, molested or something yeah. happened to them. You know, so that's mm. in there. I talk about good sex with your with your spouse. I talk about, um, you know, people say, oh, the marriage bed is undefiled. OK, well, what does that mean? Mm. Does that mean, oh, because I go to church now or oh, we can just invite everyone into our bedroom? Heck to the no. It's going to be me and my husband. OK, we don't need right. none of that. Right. OK, even even with pornography. Why do I have to bring that into my home? I don't I don't need that. I don't need that to, to spruce it up or whatever. Listen, I've been with my husband for 24 years, and we need nothing, okay? <laughs> God made Adam and Eve in the garden. 
Did they need any of that stuff? Mm-mm. I, I bet you he knew perfectly where to put it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's real, the but, truth, but though. You know what? And uh, a lot of married couples, um, they don't even feel comfortable talking about sex with their partners. Like, And I've heard a lot of from like wives that they kind of wish their husband would like do it differently. Uh-huh. But then a lot of husbands are like, but you're my wife. I don't want to like. You know, I don't know. This is again deep. It's okay. No, this is what what this book is about. Yeah, and that's important. It's important to have that open communication. Absolutely. And learn about your partner. You know, your partner might have been molested and you didn't know that. And you're wondering, oh, why they're not acting like this or doing this. Right. Because of that. So you're opening a platform where they can heal from that. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. Right. Because you you should know your partner's. Uh, uh, every crevice, okay? For real. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, if you're going to be together right? forever. You're going to be together forever. You better know. You better know how to to, to fix that. You better know how Please to make that, that person feel good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if... if it's your duty, uh, right? As a wife and husband? <laughs> what do you think? Well, I, I believe that God tells us, don't don't separate. If you're fasting or whatever it is, he's like, it's only for a time. Like mm-hmm. you shouldn't, you shouldn't separate and not have sex at all. Mm-hmm. So we're supposed to. Well, people don't understand sex is such a beautiful connection between that, 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 that husband and wife and coming together and you just bring, it, it is energy in it a sense. Healing. It is. It's healing. It's energy. Absolutely. You can help people with their fears and, and healing through that right. love transmutation. Absolutely. That's so powerful. But the thing is, is that people be ruining it nowadays. <laughs> the sanctity of it. <laughs> they do. And if a woman doesn't feel comfortable with something, then she has to tell she her spouse. Mm-hmm. And he has to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And eventually, if, when she gets healed, then they could try something else. Mm-hmm. That's fine. A different position, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you know? But that the, the two have to be vocal. Yeah. Because she can't be so selfish that she doesn't want to have sex at all either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And then what's going to happen to him? Then he's not going to be pleased. A man needs to be relieved. It's, 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 it's science, they're okay? Like, they're this built is, like that. It, right. They have to. <laughs> it's, right. it's in them. Mm-hmm. And so as a wife, you have to understand that as well. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of women do not have a high sex drive. Some do. Especially like after kids or like menopause. Right. And that's where, that's where you have to <sighs> so come in understanding. Right. After having children, menopause, all those things, your hormones change, all that stuff. But, but that doesn't mean that you can't please him in other ways either. If you don't want to have the whole sex thing. Okay. Right. right. There's other things that you mm-hmm. can do, mm-hmm. but that's why I, I tell people in the book, like, talk. Don't be shy about it. Right. Be naked. Naked. Fully, you fully know, undressed. But talk. in your mind, be undressed as well. Be yeah. fully exposed. I love that. But because of your past. People have their walls up, up and, mm-hmm. and their heart is hardened. Right. And then what I've seen in a lot of marriages is that the man is not romantic right mm. and so the woman is doing all the things she missed in the home being and dated. blah 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 right yeah and so now they're they're, they're together in marriage and it's like oh now we have the kids or becomes a chore exactly but when you're building that connection during the day it's not going to become a chore and a lot of times i see women too that it's called frigidity they get they get um they get cold with their spouse because of the arguments, mm-hmm. because of the way he treats What's her. it called? Frigidity. Frigidity. Oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Frigid. Right, you frigid. Right, right, right. right. 
And so I've seen that in so many women. I mm -hmm. counsel a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So I've seen it throughout the years. How did you and your husband get to this place? Because I know you, you also opened up in your book about you guys both shared an affair. Yes, yes, yes. So like we were living in New York. And it's funny because a lot of people will always see us in our pictures and stuff. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's goals. Hashtag goals. I'm like, y'all don't even know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. Y'all don't even know. Um, but but y'all still goals, though, because you worked it through. <laughs> yes, we have. But um, what happened was um, he was gone a lot. He was, he was, you know, he he's a um, a rapper. Who he, he was, mm -hmm. he was. He, he's still rap. Okay, Listen, he, he got still skills, got skills. Okay, he's got skills. But I've seen it. <laughs> he was rapping and traveling, do all these things, and I'm like, man, where's my time? You know, and my heart was getting pulled to the flirting, was getting pulled to like all, oh, you know, attention here right, that here. attention here and there. And when we were in New York with him, it was the same thing. This girl, you know, trying to get in. A groupie? Right. Oh. It, it was a groupie. Okay. <laughs> and and it's crazy because I was having dreams and I knew something was off. And I'm like, what's happening? Did he, did you find out or did he come out? Oh, girl. It? What what you think? <laughs> You found what, out. What you think? How'd you know? <laughs> exactly. I found out. You okay. saw the lipstick on the... <laughs> no, no, the, no. The, you get into detail in the book. You got you to gotta read the book to find out the detail. I'm an investigator, right. okay? <laughs> I just felt it. I just knew it. Mm -hmm. In my heart, I'm like, something is wrong. So he's in the shower one day, and it was morning time before we get the kids ready for um, school and stuff, and I look at his phone, and I see all this stuff. I said, uh-huh, uh-huh, oh. hold on, wait a minute now. What was the initial reaction? I want to go in there and punch him in the face <laughs> while he's in the shower. <laughs> he's like, in the oh. shower. And I got my boys at home. Oh, yeah. So you didn't want to act so up. So I had That's to tough. learn. Yes. I had to learn a lot of self-control mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because I didn't want my boys to experience what I experienced growing up. Yeah. I didn't want that. My dad would cheat on my mom Big and trigger. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, no, I don't want that. That doesn't have to be our story. Exactly. Mm. And so I confronted it. I confronted him about that. I went to um, I went to work. He went, you know, um, he went. We dropped off the kids and all that stuff. And then we had a real conversation. I'm like, what's going on? And, you know, and he's trying to hide. He's trying to lie. But like I said, I'm an investigator. Right. Mm -hmm. So I hit the girl up. And then I saw other girls that he was, in a sense, talking to. This girl, he had full sex, but I didn't know until later on. Mm. And so I started talking to her. And, and she was saying, you know, oh, yeah, I went over there. And, and you know, he, he and yeah, you know, all that oh. stuff, you know, the, the lies. Right? Mm -hmm. No, that he, she gave him a blowjob. He didn't hear her. Oh, but, oh, oh. but all that other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And I was like, but still something didn't sit right. Mm -hmm. And so I hit up the other girls that he was talking to. The one girl found herself really bold. I said, yeah, try me. But that oh. didn't happen, okay? okay. <laughs> hey, it. you know, because I, I love the Lord, but uh, don't, try don't play me. with me. <laughs> don't play with my husband or my kids, okay? Because right, right. it's going down. So, um, so anyway, that all happened. And we got to, we were washing clothes one day. And he, the girl hit him up and said, you better tell your wife everything. Oh. Yep. I said, Eric, you better tell me. So he, loving that he told me everything. Oh, okay. And at that moment, girl, I want I wanted to tear him up, but mm -hmm. I didn't. What's crazy is that a worship song came into my mind. Which one? Um, a girl, my voice is messed up. But it's um by Mary Mary. I I got the victory. I got 
the victory. Oh yeah. And then, and then Jesus, whatever. And oh, so God. that that calmed me down. I really did. Right after he told you that, that's mm-hmm. what popped in? I did. You were like, Isn't that crazy? You know like, what? Like, no matter I what. Victory. <laughs> no, that no matter what, together. I still got the victory. Like, no matter that. what. I love that. Like, you can't defeat me. You can't put mm. me down. Mm-hmm. That no matter what, I am still who I am. Yeah. You know? But in that, it's still battle. I still battle. Like, what she got better than me? Mm-hmm. I take care of you. I take care of your children. I mm-hmm. do everything for you. That that right. one minute thing, what you think that's gonna satisfy you? Right, that's nothing. And you never for a second thought that y'all would split. I did, did <clears throat> because I told him, I told him, um, if I find anything else, like you leaving, and so that's what had happened. Mm. Right, you're like I he's like, him, hold on, hold on, let me just I get saw this him out commenting too. Commenting <laughs> on this girl's video or this picture or whatever, and I was like, uh, uh-uh, uh, we're not doing this. Mm-hmm. So I kicked him out. Ooh. And what's crazy is that when I first found out, I didn't tell, um, I didn't tell my mom, I didn't tell none of my family because I knew it was gonna get ugly. Yeah. So I called his best friend up and I said, "You better pick him up before I kill him." <laughs> and I told his mom, mm. and I told maybe two or three of my friends. Like it was very vague. And our pastors that we were under, he was a worship leader at that time. Oh, Girl. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So our pastor sat down with us, right? Sat him down. They told him you gonna sit, you gonna sit right in this front row. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They sure did. Humble pie right there. Yep. Face so, it. You gotta face right. it. Right. And so we went through that. And but then afterwards I started feeling so much hurt, resentment, bitterness, Anger. just all that stuff. Anger, right. And then for me, I was like, well, I might as well go all the way then. Ooh. But that's how it feels. God was like, mm, mm-mm. That you better you, not. You gotta do that. No, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So God was like, "You've had enough, right?" That. That, that, that's, that's you, you're right. a different person. Now. <laughs> but in all that, we found he had an experience in someone's basement because at that time, like I said, I kicked him out. I was like, "I'm done with you." Hmm. And um, God really spoke to him, and we we got together. We spoke with each other. We laid it raw, like we told everything. At that moment, um, and we started our healing process. But what's crazy is that I didn't, I didn't say everything that I went through with the guy mm. that I was like talking to in a sense, like flirting and stuff like that. And um, I didn't tell him until two years later. Wow! I was holding Why? in that secret because he told me he said, "If you ever cheated on, if you ever cheat on me, don't tell me." Oh, that's what he told me. But I was like, I couldn't hide it. And God kept on tugging, like, we mm-hmm. need to release it. Mm-hmm. So one night, we're in our, in our, this, we were Christian by this time out of New York. We left and all that. And I told him, and he received it. Cause what he gonna say, he, you have full blown sex with this girl. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Me, I was just she talking and flirting, you know? But he received it. And I, I believe at that time, we, we received our full deliverance, our full healing from our past and we were able to let go and really learn relearn how to truly love Mm -hmm. each other and to be raw and to be honest with one another Mm -hmm. and to learn our triggers like Mm -hmm. what what is triggering me why do i feel this way what's going on and him becoming a man because he didn't know how to be one and being honest right about it Mm -hmm. well it's beautiful that you guys can get through it 
Oh yeah, and it, it's inspiring for a lot of couples out there that I'm because sure you have can gone through it. you can get through it, but you got to get the help though. You mm-hmm. have to want to get healing. You mm-hmm. have to want to go through the process. Mm-hmm. You have to want to do this because you know it's in the betterment for yourself and the betterment for your children. And I didn't want them to come from a broken home. Why? I I I had that. I didn't want that. Right. You know, but what's crazy is after 15 years of my mom and dad being split split up, they get back they they got back together. Oh, really? Again, which is crazy. Aww. Yeah. So they're together now? Yeah, yeah. They've been Aww. together for years. That's they beautiful. got together when um I think it was my senior year in high school. Yeah, my dad came from Puerto Rico and moved in with my mom. And uh, me and my mom were sharing a room. I was like, deuces, I left. Mm-hmm. So I stayed with my, with Eric, who was my boyfriend at that time. And then I stayed with my sister. Because I'm like, ew, that's weird. Like, no. Right, right, right. So, <laughs> I know. So, but oh, anyway, yeah, nice. they've been together for years now. That's so beautiful. They just had, they was a hot mess back then. So Just trying know. to figure it out. Right. Together. Right. Mm. But if if you're willing to... If you're willing to be together, mm-hmm. you're willing to put the work in. Yes. You have to. And it has to be two people. You, It can't be one person. Because I was right. always the rescuer. I was always the one. Oh, I, 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 could, I could change him. I, you know, I, you, I you take up the projects. Can, right. Take up the projects. I'm a nurturer. Right. Exactly. I like, I like to And that was people. the same thing with me. But I, I was, sorry to cut you off, but no, like, good. I'm the same way. I like, I like to fix people, but. I put all that attention into others and not myself. Right, right. So that's my mission, like, now, this year, finally, in this space. is just like, you know what? I need to just mm-hmm. worry about me. Right. Make sure that I'm whole before I ever try to be whole with someone else. Absolutely. Because if you're not whole, then you're just always going to blame the other person for not compensating like they're supposed to. And really, they can't yes. fix you. No one can fix you. Yes. But God and right. yourself. right. Very true. And that's the thing. Like, like I would, I would pray to God. I'm like, God, you need to change him. You need to fix him. Like, and God was like, uh, you need to look at yourself, girl. Right. Look at the way you speak to him. Mm-hmm. Look at the way you get an attitude. Look at the way you, you approach or say certain things. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I want him to be like me. Right. But he can't be like me. Right. You can't change and manipulate someone like that. Mm-hmm. That's you can wrong. only take responsibility for yourself. Exactly. And people treat you the way you allow them to treat you that's right that's right mm-hmm. you teach you teach people how to treat you exactly and mm. so we, we've it. been on this journey for 24 years and it's been beautiful it's been hard it's been a work in progress mm-hmm. i can say now that i'm very happy i wasn't before i felt we felt both of us felt like we were roommates Oh, wow. We felt like we were just together, just to be together. I'm sure every couple has those seasons. Right. Because right. they're seasons. Right. And now it's like, no, we are in love with each other. It's so Aww. cute because the other day he says, babe, I'm so in love with you. And he was like, I- I'm just happy to feel this way, you know. And and he will, That's the other day beautiful. he put on a song too. And we was just dancing in our office together. Aww. So those kinds of things, it took a long time to get there. Right. But it took a lot of patience on my end as and well. You, you earned it. It took a lot of patience. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. So this book. And there's a questionnaire as well. And you said you're going to make a manual out of it too, right? Yes. So people can study and like right. work with this, like different groups. Yes, yes. That's dope. Yeah. So there's a questionnaire in the back too. For couples. For you, for you yes. For you and your spouse to go read it. Um, it can't get intense. I'm just warning. I can't wait to read <laughs> it. Can, it can get really <laughs> intense by the questions that are in there, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. because it's going to heal it's going to heal it's going to help 
And it's going to bring to surface that ugly stuff yeah. that's been hiding. Demons love hiding. Mm-hmm. They hide. Mm-hmm. And so when it brings to the surface, that's where those triggers and things come up. And you're like, oh, I need to deal with that. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us don't like dealing with our stuff. Right. But we need to in mm-hmm. order to heal. We do. Mm-hmm. And um, I just want to thank you for having the courage to tell your story, to, you. to publish it. <laughs> to be open and vulnerable with so many people because at the end of the day it's not even about you mm-hmm. it's about you know saving others too and and mm-hmm. sharing your story to help others because that's what we're here to do is to to give hope and to share and mm-hmm. to uplift each other mm-hmm. and you're doing that with the church as well mm-hmm. so that's a beautiful thing and that's really why i wanted to have you on the show is i, I really want to highlight people that are just doing great things for the community to help each other i mean there's so much bad news out there we need more you know, talking about healing. Yes. We need to talk about <laughs> how we can help each other, the real stuff, because our world is hurting. Right. And and sex is a, a is a subject that so many people don't want to touch on. Yeah. Especially people in the church. In the oh church. My gosh, sex in the I church. That. No, because it's true. Yeah. And we hide things and we brush it under the rug. Mm-hmm. And so many people are hurting, you know? And one thing I did want to share too is that I have my own business with the finger of God art. And so I did that. I started three years ago. And what is that? And so basically it's a prophetic art. So I do paintings. Um, and so while I'm painting it, I know that this is specifically for a person. And I put the colors together. And then I, um, on a piece of paper, well, on a card, um, I write a letter to you from God. And so I just sit and I say, God, you know this person, you know what they need. And so every time they see the painting, they're reminded of what God is saying to them in that season. Oh, wow. That's and then beautiful. I put the prophetic colors and what it means. And that's amazing. They, yeah. So my artwork is all over the United States. Wow. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing that for three years. For three years now. Where can people find you and your artwork? Oh, on Facebook, on Facebook. Instagram. So same thing on Facebook and Instagram is the Finger of God Art. And then on Facebook and Instagram is Marisol Torres Acevedo. Awesome. And they can get my book at MarisolAcevedoMinistries.com. Boom. You guys heard it from her, <laughs> and we'll put your information on the caption. Yes. And I have other several books. Um, one of my other books is called um, Are You a Haunted House? Oh. Mm-hmm. Brief synopsis. It's is, is, is very quick book, but basically it's going to teach you, okay, am I, do I have demons what's going on inside of me? What are the symptoms mm. of what's going on? And I give you several of the symptoms and what's, what you can look out to, to like look within yourself to know what's happening. Mm. So it's very brief. It's not too long of a book. It's an ebook. And then me and my husband wrote a book called everyday decrees. So decreeing and mm. declaring into the Ooh. atmosphere, um, about yourself. Like I am, I am beautiful. I am God's creation. I Love am blah, that. blah, blah. Affirmation. Right. Affirmation. Gotta grab that. Because that saved my life too. Mm-hmm. Because I self taught myself. Yeah. Right? People don't mm-hmm. realize how their thoughts and words create your things. atmosphere. Exactly. Okay. Yes. It does. People don't so get it. So if you talking ugly, preaching, guess what's going to happen? Your world is going to attract. Ugly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So people need to wake up. Mm. I love it. Well, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Keep creating. Keep publishing. And also, um, shout out to your son who's dropping a song. Yes. Today. Today. Yeah. Well, by the time this airs it'll be out but um shout out yes. to your son where, where elijah you acevedo mm-hmm. okay. you can find him um on itunes youtube wherever um yeah yovedo that's his that's his tag name very nice yovedo. beautiful musical 
talented family. Thank I love you. you guys. Thank you so much for joining. And Thank you. Um, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. Mm. You got to sign my book. Yes. <laughs>